each one of us should take upon ourselves to begin doing random acts of goodness. That's creating light. Yet another mass shooting. My heart is shattered to learn again about another mass shooting in Monterey, California last night, where 11 people died and nine people were injured. I could relate to it as being a mass shooting survivor. 1,367 days ago, a mass shooter breached our synagogue and took aim and killed Mrs. Lori Lynn Kay, who was standing right next to me, and took aim and shot four bullets from his high-powered AR-15, tore off two of my fingers, but I have survived to be able to help you survive as well. Being a mass shooting survivor is no easy task, and I want to share with you my thoughts and prayers to help you through this. I want to offer condolences to all those who suddenly lost some loved ones and those who are injured. I know exactly what you're going through. I know exactly what it's like when the whole world seems to come crushing down at you by the news of the senseless slaughter. Why and how does this happen again and again and again? Another mass shooting in the United States of America, the land of the free. How do we make any sense out of this? How can we reconcile this? Why is there such evil in this world? How has a human being lost the value of another human being? Has life lost any value at all? Not only did you take your own life, but you took 11 lives and their families that are going to be shattered now forever. I remember 1,367 days ago, about three and a half years ago, when a 19-year-old terrorist breached our synagogue with the intention of slaughtering everyone that's there. After he shot Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay, may she rest in peace, he took aim at me. I had a chance to look in his eyes, to see evil, to see the darkness. I can never erase that image in my mind. I live with it every single day. So I know what it's like for those who have survived this mass shooting. It's going to be very difficult. Your life will never be the same, but your life is not over. The question is, how do we respond to a mass shooting like this? Here they were celebrating the Lunar New Year. People were in a dance hall, celebrating life, being grateful to be alive, singing and dancing. And then their lives are cut short, slaughtered, murdered for no reason at all. How do we make any sense of this? What's happened to the world? Has this world became a jungle? Is this what God Almighty intended for the world to be? God created evil as He created good. And the reason why God created evil, so that we can appreciate good. But evil like this, such callous, such cowardness, and such a senseless slaughter to kill innocent people for no reason whatsoever. That's the lowest level of evil possible. That's the darkest part of humanity. We do so much to preserve life. We do so much to support life. And yet, 
an individual chooses to act in a, such an evil, despicable, unforgivable way, so tragic, so painful. For me personally, every time there's another mass shooting, it really wakes up everything that I've lived through 1,367 days ago, April 27, 2019. I live with the PTSD every single day. The imagery of the shooter, the imagery of seeing Lori Lynn Gilbert K die right in front of my eyes, the imagery of everything I've been through, I have to coexist with it. So here I am three and a half years post-shooting, surviving this mass shooting, yet I hear of another mass shooting. And I feel compelled to share with you not only words of condolences, but prayers. I want you to know that even though we don't know each other, I am praying for you because I know what you're going through. I know what it's like to survive a mass shooting. I also want you to know, like King David writes in the book of Psalms, that I did not die so that I can tell the story. We cannot change what happened. What a tragedy, but we can change how we react. In due time, when you'll have time to process everything that you have been through, you would realize that you are alive for a purpose and a reason. Unfortunately, every bullet had an address and it wasn't you as it wasn't me. I have a reminder every single day, 24 seven. The pain that I suffer is just a reminder of how lucky I am to be alive. When the time is right, you'll be able to gather your thoughts together. You get to realize that your life was spared for a reason and a purpose, and you will find that purpose and understand there's absolutely nothing we can do to change what happened. We can definitely change how we react. But for the rest of us, for heaven's sakes, another mass shooting. This is the United States of America, the land of the free. And yet the value of life has been reduced to just zero that anyone feels that they have the right to take away people's lives and not realizing the impact that it has on thousands of people. When you kill one person, the whole family feels the death and they're shattered. Who knows for how many generations? The massacre last night in Monterey, California is a massacre beyond any comprehension. We have to think of how do we stop this from happening? What can we do to stop these mass shootings from happening? And everyone is going to come up with a different idea of what's going to help stop it. I want to share with you what my reaction was after the mass shooting that I survived. It was almost instantly when I realized that I just lost two fingers, but the rest of my body is intact. Means that not only did I survive a mass shooting miraculously, but I survived for a purpose. And I then very quickly realized that where there is darkness, there's only one way to rid of darkness, and that's through light. A little bit of light pushes away a lot of darkness. And I went on a campaign and I spoke to the world and I pleaded with the world to realize that this world is a good world. This world is a world that God created for us to live, to coexist. This world is a world that God gave us all free will and choice, but ultimately to love and care and support life as much as possible. But yet evil does exist. God did create the evil and God created evil so that good can be appreciated. But what can we do when evil 
is getting the upper hand, such as what happened last night. Our response and our answer is only one definitive thing. And this is what each one of us can do, is create more light. So the light will certainly push away the darkness. What does it mean creating light? Creating light means doing something positive, doing the antithesis to what happened last night. The antithesis to death is life. The antithesis to evil is good. This is what we need to do. We need to group together and start creating more light into this world. Each one of us should take upon ourselves to begin doing random acts of goodness. That's creating light by being forgiving, by being loving, by reconciling. That is light. Doing what God created us to do, to be kind, to be compassionate, to be forgiving, to be accepting, to be loving, to be joyous. When we act in that form, you are going to be bringing light to the world. And remember, every good act that you do is going to tilt the scale. Don't underestimate how powerful your action of goodness and kindness to a fellow person is going to make the whole difference. And this is what I am appealing to you as a survivor of a mass shooting, 1367 days. I live with it every single day. And every single day I think to myself, what can I do to make this world a better place? What kindness and goodness can I do to bring more light to the world? Just like with a light, one candle pushes away a lot of light. Imagine many candles. Every good deed you do, it's a candle. And that light is going to disperse the darkness that's out there. Another consideration, we need to think deeply, how is humanity coming up with losing the value of human life? What is it? Where did we go wrong? What is happening with humanity that these mass shootings are happening so rapidly? Perhaps one of the thoughts are, is to be able to begin at the basics, going back to the basics of education. We need to teach our children from a very young age the value of life. Also, children need to know not just the value of life, but there is accountability for their actions. That the child is not living in this world alone, but you're part of a greater world. And you need to value that. And one of the ways of doing that, especially in the public schools, to institute a moment of silence. This was a campaign that I tried to launch or rather relaunch because this campaign has been going on since the 80s when President Ronald Reagan was shot. And the campaign was to be able to introduce to the public school system a moment of silence. So little children as they're going through school should start off the day with a moment of silence. And they're going to wonder, what am I supposed to think during this moment of silence? And that's when parents will impart with the children and talk to them about this is a moment that you think about others, not just about yourself. This is a moment that you think about God, the creator of the world, the accountability that there's a God who listens, who hears and sees everything that you do. A moment of silence is critical because since children are growing up and many are growing up in a home that does not know about God, does not know about the Almighty, does not know that there is accountability, does not know that we're alone in this world that they think, but we're never alone because God is always with us. The children need to learn that. So if you have a voice at your public school, 
Make it your priority to reach out and institute a moment of silence. Many, many schools throughout the United States of America have already adopted this. Many states has it mandatory. Let's make it in all the states. As well, there are seven no-white laws that's referred to as the general laws that when we observe them, we make a very, very unique connection to God. That brings a tremendous amount of light into the world. So when you take upon yourself to begin observing the seven Noahite laws, the seven general universal laws, you will be doing your part in bringing light to the world. This is a time that we all need to pause and think to ourselves, what can we do? What can we do to help the world? And to realize and recognize that we are all passengers of this world. We are all children of God. We are all together and we are all responsible for each other. And we all need to love and care for each other, no matter what race, color, or religion. And we need to raise the bar on what the value of life is. And to realize and recognize that everything we do from the moment we are awake is about supporting life and preserving life as much as possible. When it comes to our attention of such a terrible event that just happened last night, it needs to awaken each one of us. We need to do something about it. We can't just remain silent and say, oh, I'm so sorry, another mass shooting. It's not just another mass shooting. To the 11 people who lost their lives, they're lost forever. Their families will be suffering forever. We need to have empathy for them. But just to say, oh, I'm so sorry, is not going to do it. We need to take action. And the action is bringing light into the world to push away this darkness. God Almighty from heaven has witnessed this. We don't understand why did God allow this to happen. But we do know that God is crying with us. God told us to Moses at the burning bush that when you suffer, I'm suffering with you. Why is there suffering in the world? We may never know. But what we do know is how we need to react to it. And that's my appeal to you. Do a random act of kindness as soon as possible. Reach out, reconcile with someone that you have been distanced from. Say hello, say good morning, give a compliment, do something positive, whatever it is. Don't underestimate how little you may think it is. A simple good morning, a simple smile, a simple uplifting compliment, forgiving someone, that is bringing light to the world. That is how we're going to respond to this mass shooting. When God Almighty looks down from heaven and sees that our reaction to the mass shooting is bringing light in the world to push away the darkness, then we pray to God to please prevent this from ever happening again. And let those in Monterey, California, who has just suffered such a terrible loss, know that throughout the world, we are with you. Throughout the world, we're going to be doing random acts of kindness to help you heal and to bring a great merit to the souls of those that were slaughtered and murdered last night. Our hearts are broken. We are in pain. We are in sorrow. But you are not alone. Talking to you from experience, surviving the mass shooting, I realize how we can get through this and we'll get through this together and we will see better and greater times. God loves you. God bless you.